Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome to episode 12 of Motown and Coney. I'm your host, Rodney Fresh, back with my main man, Tommy. What up, doe? So, I was on Facebook the other day. You know, Facebook got all types of lists. Oh, yeah. And one I hadn't seen in a while had popped up, which basically was for hip-hop heads only. Name your favorite MC, your GOAT, your most overrated, underrated, um, best under 30. So I'm like, maybe we should do um, a couple of podcasts on the most underrated, overrated. So we figure for episode 12, we'll hit you with the most underrated MCs in hip-hop. Exactly. So a lot has happened um, since we last on the air. Um, shout out to the Kansas Jayhawks. Wow. Uh, one NCAA tournament. Heck of a game. Shout out to, I'm just going to call them, my South Carolina women Gamecocks and <laughs> Don Staley for for winning the NCAA tournament. Shout out to the GOAT, Don Staley. You've been calling. You called that, too. Yeah. You called that. Clean. Everybody knows me. You know I love me some Don Staley. Um, I think she has reason. Goat status. If you think about her accomplishments, Olympic gold medals, WNBA, first African American coach, female or male, uh, to win two NCAA titles. Mm-hmm. So, uh, goat status. Definitely goat status. NBA playoffs are underway. Oh, man. I kind of feel sorry for the Boston Celtics because you worked so hard to get a number two seed. <laughs> and you got Kyrie and KD waiting for you as the seventh seed. I think they're going to clean them up, though, man. Boston is Boston ain't no slouch either. I don't think they're scared, though. Yeah. That's going to be a good series. I, I enjoy watching Boston. Um, even though as a Detroit fan, I still have this nature, natural hatred of Boston, but I enjoy watching Jason Tatum, um, Jalen Brown, uh, Marcus Smart. I love watching them play. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. I'm going to tell you how bad the hatred run deep for uh, for Boston, for Detroit fans. St. Patty's Day I had on my Larry Bird jersey <laughs> with my hat. I walked past some random dude. He like, yo, I stopped. He said, Fuck Boston. Yeah, so. so I gave him two thumbs up because I was <laughs> wearing it with St. Patty's Day, bro. Like, what the fuck you want me to do? Yeah, I, I still think that Isaiah <laughs> inbound pass. Oh, man, still, that's Nightmare Alley. Yeah, it still hurts. Yeah, that hurts me too. Uh, Lakers, must have, I think both of our surprise didn't even make the play in the tournament. Yeah, we was both wrong about that. Fucking Lakers, man. Frank Vogel has been fired. I don't know. Uh, I know there's rumors of Jawan Howard, but I don't know who I takes this job in the right mind. I think they want Mark Jackson. LeBron's pushing for Mark Jackson. I think Mark Jackson deserves his flowers, man, because he basically put that team together. In That's Golden what State. In Golden yeah. State, yeah. He had big dreams for him and believed in all those guys, and they sent in Steve Kerr to do uh, the cleanup work. But that was basically all Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson's a hell of a coach. He deserves another chance. Yeah, I, I would like to yeah. to see Mark Jackson get another chance in the NBA. Yeah, he deserves it, for sure. Um, I would, for selfish reasons, like Jawan Howard to stay with the Michigan Wolverines. Um and speaking as a father, and I think you would agree, there there has to be something special about being able to coach your son. Yeah, and he has both of his sons there now. I think his uh Yeah, his youngest yeah, son his would youngest be a freshman, his oldest son a junior. Yeah, so he's he definitely said he's not going anywhere too. And I think he knows that he has a, a solid foundation in Michigan. And with the NBA, especially you'll be foolish to take the Lakers job because you're on the hot seat twenty four seven. It's it's LA. Like the media, the media outlets, New York and L.A., you're always going to be on the hot seat. So so before we get into um, our top five most underrated, you watch Atlanta? I sure do. 
Yes, sir. Yeah, um, sure do. Thoughts on the the new season of Atlanta? Um, this is supposed to be, um, I guess, Donald Glover calling it like the the reckoning of white privilege season, uh, which <laughs> you saw in episode one. Uh-huh. Um, episode three, they they brought Doug from the hangover. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Uh, no, I and I actually like the episode two. Episode two is just all over the place and weird. But the uh, the Tupac wait, reference. Wait, wait a minute, was episode two the one where he cut the tree down? Was that the one where they was in? Uh, no, episode two is when they um is when uh Paperboy was arrested. Remember? Oh yeah, and then he and then was he, chilling in the prison. Yeah, he was like, chilling yeah. in the prison like I want to coke and all that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I enjoyed episode. Yeah, I enjoy episode. episode two. Every two, episode's been solid. Actually, one and two was probably two of my favorite Atlanta episodes ever. Right up there yeah. with Cat Williams and the um, oh yeah, Crocodile and um, yeah, that was funny. What was, was the barber? Bibby. That episode. That that was. You know what? You might be right about season three having two of the best episodes out of the whole series because the first episode. The chicken in the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Like, no, they, yeah, they, they got me with that one. Yeah, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the one with the 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 tree with Paperboy cutting out. Of yeah. No. Oh no. But what about? Okay. What about episode two? And all the people had the uh, blackface. Oh yeah, that <laughs> that that freaked me out. Um, <laughs> it reminded me of the Lupe fiasco. Um, what was that? The bitch bad video yeah. kind of too. <laughs> but that is really a thing over there, and people yeah. don't realize it because it's supposed to be um, when you go down the chimney, like it leaves black stuff on your face, and they don't look at it like we look at it. Yeah, that. that so <laughs> we're Americanized. Shout out to um, Donald Glover. Um, don't know if you know this, but I guess next season will be the final season of Atlanta. Yeah, they got to give it a proper send off, as it should be, because I think it's not meant to have longevity like that. Yeah. Just, just like the Boondocks and some of the other series, it, that way it, it doesn't linger. Insecure, I was sad that Insecure left too, and sometimes it just. I was to- I was glad to see how they wrapped up Insecure, though. I feel like yeah, every character. Um, got the the proper you you had Issa. Um, and Lawrence mm-hmm. get back together. Um, right. As it should have been the whole time. And I think as, as, uh, and I like the way that she written, she's written that show too, because I think as humans, we tend to overthink certain things and we don't realize that home is where the heart is and where it was initially was in the first place. Sometimes you veer off and make mistakes, but yeah. And I did realize that was like a last minute change or something like yeah. for, for them to end up together, which I think ended the correct way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know about you, but I was always secretly rooting for them to get back together. Yeah. And I, okay. So I was as well, but I did like some of the other people that she interacted yeah, with. Yeah, I was too. about to say. Uh, yeah, some of her interactions with other people was kind of dope, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was looking at, and I've looked at a couple of the the, the Facebook lists, because I remember a few years ago when this list first happened, uh, it was right around the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. and... I just had to, I, I shot you a text like we we should do um, one of these. And then I think the underrated list um, is a very interesting, even the overrated list. Because um, like on the overrated list, I've seen anybody anywhere from like Kendrick to to Drake to J. Cole listed on the overrated list. Right. And, then, and then it's funny because I've seen J. Cole on the underrated list too. I was like, I don't know if you'd necessarily classify him as an underrated artist, right? And and just so people don't don't flip their wig and go crazy, because me and Rodney always say this: it's a fluid list. Okay, yeah, so, it's, it's opinion based. It's on our opinions, so you can leave us how you feel. Yeah, but don't, leave don't us, be all leave up us in your, your comment. I don't think the the <laughs> underrated list we're about to do is going to get as much pushback as the overrated list. 
Right. Um, I mean, we might have some surprises because, like, when you told me you had your list, I was like, I already had my people in my head for, like, overrated and underrated. Yeah. So, so I have <laughs> some people in my list, but I was like, I just got to put it down. Um, I'm going to start with, with my number five. And I guess I could make a case for each one of these to be like number one on the um, underrated list. Mm-hmm. Number five, um, I'm when it comes to album, I'm anticipating this year, this summer. Um, he's right on, and a lot of these artists actually have an album coming out this year. Okay. Um, so they can back up. They can back up what you're talking about. Yeah. Man. So number five on my list is Lupe. For oh, uh, for uh, uh, underrated, for underrated. Okay, I I don't know, man. That's, and that's and the tough. reason why I put it like, did you know like food and liquor just went went gold? No, come, are you serious? Yeah. Wow, that now that just blew my mind. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because I'm I, when I look at Lupe, I'm like he's a veteran in the game. I put him up there with Royce. Yeah, but I I feel like. Like he's been co-signed by like Jay Z and Nah, but I feel like when it comes to like album sales, he never gets the respect as other artists. And he, he had the whole engine behind him too. Yeah. That's what's crazy to me because he came out with some hits. Yeah, he has some hits, but then he he's had the the label disputes. Yeah, that that set him back too. Yeah. So I just always feel like. I feel like other hip hop artists has always given him his flowers, but I feel like sales wise and then like mainstream, like Lupe, he's had his hits, but his albums never really got love like that. Like I love Lupe; he's one of my favorite artists. Lyrically, I I, I put him in my top ten, um, but I feel like just mainstream has never really embraced him like that. Like I feel like a lot of mainstream people still see him as that artist that was on uh, the Kanye album. No, I I agree with you. I agree with you on that. He doesn't get a lot of respect in the hip hop game. Um, I think because of his pushback and a lot of his his stance on certain things. If you look at some of his songs, yeah. a lot of his songs is basically like it preaches positivity in the hip hop game. Um, with hip hop just save me and yeah, uh, let me put you bad. in the game. Yeah, um, bitch dumb bad. it down, dumb it down. Yeah, so he's always been pushing back against the machine, but he was powered by the machine. And now I think they got sick of his shit and just was like, "We're gonna kick you out now." And now you don't hear nothing else from him. Yeah, so I'm um, I'm hoping because we've been promised a Lupe album album before and they never seen the light of day. So I'm hoping this year we see a new Lupe album. Uh-huh. I hope I hope this album comes out and kicks ass. I hope he he puts his best foot forward and he he comes. It, out it's funny it. that he's on this list because Lupe also gave one of the worst concerts I have ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know when to hear something funny when I when I think of Lupe and like you like the fifth person that told me that because I've always been a huge Lupe fan as well, just as you and. You know, I, I love his albums and everything, but they say he gives some of the worst shows and, ever. And I guess the concert, like he was on his Erica Badu Lauren Hill because he was late. <laughs> the concert itself was uh, once he got there it was cool, but I think what really burned me off is like he literally you could tell he was looking at the clock and then w- once it struck midnight, like he was in the middle of the song, he was like, "Okay, that's it. Have a great night," and walked off the stage into his like. <laughs> Oh no, he did one of those movies. Yeah. No, see, Rodney, I think we missed the uh, the nineteen eighties and early nineties where concerts just go on forever. Yeah, they <laughs> that's like what we missed. Dude, I, I, like me and my wife went to a what Mary J concert and Mary J and I and I concert a couple of years ago. I swear, Mary J Blige is still singing. Yeah, like she's still up there singing. <laughs> She ain't did nothing. She's still up there singing. Like we were two years later. We was in the parking lot, like in the club, like, damn, she's still singing. Yeah, she's still going, man. Like, I miss concerts like that. I was just saying, like, how back in the day, like Prince would like play a, a fucking guitar for like a whole yeah. hour set. Like <laughs> And I don't know if it's part of it, because you know, a lot of concert venues now got like ordinance and stuff. Yeah, they like, oh, we gotta shut it down. 
but that was the thing like back in the day man like the artists was so they love their craft so much and they love entertaining you that they'll just keep going forever they don't care you can cut the lights off on their ass they'll be in the parking lot playing for you and talking shit yeah oh okay so i got a good one for you rodney now this is your number five yeah this is my number five now this is gonna be weird but i'm gonna say that this brother gets no play and for some reason in our community we don't respect him as a hip-hop artist and i'm gonna say tiger for some reason is it the, i think it's the kardashian thing with him the kardashian thing okay so the lime and the coconut was the first song which was <laughs> terrible but he after that he put the out some of the coconut always reminded me of a, a Vegas <laughs> show tune by the way yeah like it was it was a terrible song but then he came back and he dropped like some gems and I think like we really don't respect him for that like it's much worse artists out there that we consider to be classic hip hop artists because yeah, they dropped we'll, like a one hit wonder or yeah, two hit we'll wonder. get into uh, yeah but this man he drops decent singles he drops some decent collabs I, I mean, like, yeah, he talked like to the younger Jenner at one time, you. but yeah, like, but at the same time, like, he's still a solid, he's still solid, but we just don't show him no respect. And if you, if you ask people about like, what's their favorite, I don't think he cracks people top 50 hip hop yeah, artists or top 100. <laughs> he was never <laughs> under consideration from, for underrated for me. So <laughs> yeah, and that's I, 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 I really like and I, I respect this this pick a, a, a good deal because hell I forgot he existed to you said that. <laughs> that's sad because I did too until I thought about it I was like damn but he just came out with a song with like Doja Cat and I was like damn like Tiger and I'm like Doja Cat more famous for being dissed by Nas in it <laughs> unintentionally <laughs> yeah and I'm like what the hell is going on here like why nobody pays attention to Tiger? Although one of my favorite rappers is a writer for Doja Cat, uh, Super Kane. Yeah, you yeah you were saying that's one of your favorite rappers too, and my whole thing is, dang, I why, never would have thought about. Him. Yeah, like why don't we consider Tiger like at least a di- because think about it. See, I don't want to go that deep into it because I'm gonna get a lot of backlash. I, I feel like I feel like it's the Kardashian effect. Uh, yeah, because okay. We love Biz Marquis, right? Yeah. He don't got a lot of hits. He on my honorable mention for <laughs> most overrated. He don't got a lot of hits. He got like he got a couple songs as dope. The the, the friend song. Yeah. Um. Um. What he did with Rock rhyming, uh, rhyming with Biz. Or, yeah. He got a couple other, but his catalog is not like I feel like Rick has a better catalog. Uh, yeah, Tiger got a way better catalog than him, but we don't even pay attention. No, now rest R. in peace, Biz, Biz, Marquis. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, because <laughs> I was about to say that R.I.P. Busy a goat. But what makes a goat when you think about it? Because Tiger put out a bunch of singles that's decent. Yeah, and he had I, like I think one album that was decent. Because I I don't know about you on my most overrated list. Um, People got Blueface ranked yeah. ahead of Tiger. I like that. I like <laughs> that peak for me though, because I never, like I said, he didn't even cross my mind, which is sad. Which pretty much goes to being underrated. <laughs> yeah, like he, it's like he don't even exist, man. Maybe he doesn't exist to us. Like, but when he drops, like he dropped faded, he yeah. dropped um, taste. I mean, he dropped a bunch of other songs too. Yeah, I, I respect that pick. Yeah, I just, we got to get that man his flowers, man. Tiger, you get your flowers from me, bro, because we got to show you some love, man. Because for some reason, hip-hop don't love you. Okay, so <laughs> um, sticking with my theme of of artists, I feel like that's underrated, that's coming out with an album this year, reportedly that's coming out with an album this year. Um, I'm going with one of my favorite under 30 artists enjoy badass okay yeah i can see how hip-hop hip-hop i i feel like when we talk about artists that's out right now we talk about the j cole we talk about the courtiers talk about the the young thugs mm-hmm. uh, the little dirks the four twos yeah 
But I, I don't hear, especially the younger generation, mention a, a Joey Badass. No, they don't. And I feel like, at yeah. least in my book, he has two clacks of albums. He's already cracked yeah. the, the acting game. So um, when I was looking at this, I'm like, part of me wanted to leave him off. And then I was like, no, I, I don't feel like, especially with the under 30 crowd, that Joey gets the respect that that he deserves. Um, phenomenal lyricist. He puts together, a, a, like, the two albums I love from him, I feel like are two of the most well-put-together albums for a person under 30 that I've seen. Um, the little um, EP that he put together at the beginning of 2022, <sighs> Hell, find me a Cordier was probably the only artist that put out a better four song EP yeah. than than he did. So that's true. No, you know what it is with Joey. The just like Cordier, I love that he takes his time to put out a product. Remember, we was just talking about yeah. on the last podcast how guys just they put out so much music now at a fast clip, and half of it'll be bullshit. But if they get that one single, yeah, then like it keeps them relevant. Where Joey's like, I'm gonna take my time. I'm already doing these movies. I'm doing, you know, TV shows. And, and Hip Boy kind of, yeah. I was listening to Hip Boy on um, Tali Kwali podcast, and he kind of alluded to that. He was like, you know, most people, you know, he was like, I'm tired of talking about the niggas in Paris and and the clicks. On he was like, let's talk about the do, the new stuff I did. Like I I didn't put together whole albums with you know Nas and. Mm-hmm. And he was like, people don't respect that. And like when you put out like a whole body of work together, that's just great. They they waiting on the single, and I feel like Joy Badass. He might not have that that hit single out there, but his albums are some of the most well put together albums I've heard. Right, he has a nice body of work to go with. His his body of work is is great, you know. And that's the thing: if you take your time and you focus on, it may not be single worthy. It may not be single worthy. Some songs aren't single worthy, especially this this TikTok day and age. <laughs> so they want to hear some TikTok shit. But Joey's coming out with some real shit. He's gonna hit you with lyricism. He's gonna hit you with some shit that some street shit. And that's what I that's what I love. But we gotta think about who his audience and who he's yeah. catering to. So they may not respect it just like we do. And he doesn't have that name of a Nas or a Jay Z. Cause you, cause like you said, Hit Boy, he alluded to. I don't want people to talk about this specific album, but it's Nas. I mean, but it's Jay Z. It's Kanye. Mm-hmm. It's Nas. Like people are gonna talk about it. They're not gonna talk about the other body of work that you did with uh, MC such and such. Like they're gonna pay attention to those big names because you're gonna live on forever if you do songs with those artists. So people are never gonna forget Just Blaze or Hit Boy for doing a song with Jay Z or, or Kanye or. They're gonna always go back to those. Yeah, that, and I re- like his boy. He was like, "Man, I'm tired of talking about the niggas in Paris." That shit's legendary. Like yeah. he gotta, he's gonna die with that song being dope as hell. Sorry, hit boy. That shit's cold. Like, what else can you? you can't, that shit's amazing. But, but I respected him for saying that because yeah. a lot of people just would have been like, "Okay, let me go through the interview motion." But he said, "No, I'm tired of talking." Hey, no, hey, you want to hear something funny as hell? I was watching a podcast, uh, listening to a podcast, and you know you can watch the shit on uh, on YouTube also. But it was with Music Soul Child, and he was like, he's sick of singing "Love." I'm like, that's <laughs> love. Like, yeah, I'm like that fucking song is awesome. But he said he's sick of singing that shit. Like, like Music hates, Soul Child will always be, be known for love. Yeah. Um, the girl next door. Don't change. Don't change. Yeah. Friends. <laughs> he said he hates love. Like he hates that song so I, much I, that he does he refuses to perform it. And I'm like, that's the best that. song that you have. <laughs> like that's the highest selling song you have. Like somebody like music sold not music, uh Maxwell was just here. Somebody was like, wait a minute, he didn't perform uh, Pretty Wings. I was like, he probably tired of singing. Yeah, he's probably <laughs> sick of that shit too. <laughs> He probably like fuck that song. Like I know Nas said he tired of talking about Illmatic. Yeah, matter of fact, you want to hear something crazy? Dr. Dre said he was sick of the Chronic. Remember, he said he was sick yeah. of that, and he, I guess, like after uh, Easy E had passed away too, 
a lot of that album was like disrespectful towards Easy, and like he's in a different space now, and he's like it's time to retire that album. And Snoop Dogg said the same thing about Doggy Style. He was like, but then he started rebranding it once he figured out people really love that shit. But I guess some artists they figure like, hey, I've grown now, so fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to. But my number four. Ready for this one, Rodney? Now this one, this one is kind of tricky because I think a lot of people. Okay, this man is relevant, but a lot of people don't fuck with him the way that we fuck with him. Like he's homegrown, so we love him. But I think everywhere else, like he never can crack that top five or top ten because people put other artists like J Cole and Kendrick and. I mean, it don't matter who whoever it is. They always just put this above Big Sean. So Big Sean is my number four. He almost made my list. Yeah. People just don't respect it. I think he's an awesome lyricist, but... He's an honorable mention for me. Yeah. Yeah, I just... I think people don't respect him. I do feel the older he gets, the more underrated he becomes, if that makes sense. I feel like when he first was out, especially here, like everybody was messing with him. But as he's aged, I feel like less people have 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 messed with him. Um, I feel like four four two um, and other Detroit artists have kind of taken his seat, right, and passed him up. The thing is, man. The thing about Big Sean that I love, and just like other artists too, and we had alluded to this on the previous podcast as well, he needs he needs that that energy and he needs that motivation for things going on in his life to talk about things. And then when he comes out and talks about it, just like all his hit songs, when you think about it, it's about shit that happened in his life that was impactful. The I Don't Fuck With You song, he was going through that breakup. R.I.P. to that young lady yeah. that he was talking about. <clears throat> And then also with a couple of other songs, too, with him, you know, discussing how he grew up. and mm, Voices in my head. Yeah. Um, He's in a happy place the, now, though. What's the song with Migos? Um, Sacrifices. Sacrifices. Yeah. But see, you're not going to get that shit out of Big Shine right now. Because he's in a happy place. So now the songs that he's telling you about, he's tell, he's trying to motivate you. And then he's talking about him being in a happy place. And a lot of people don't fuck with that. I'm just going to be honest with you. Yeah. That's just like when, <laughs> when Mary J. Blige um, came out with a happy album. Everybody yeah. was like, no, I need I need drug. I'm yeah. getting my ass to be married. Yeah, like, right. what's, yeah uh, <laughs> we don't need fucking Church of the Streets again, okay? We don't want, we don't want that shit, all right? We want to hear. And listen, we know that motherfuckers are not going to trap all day long. Like, we talked about that. It's not all about trapping and, like, having drama. But 90, you got to remember who you, your audience is. We struggling in this bitch. We not fucking rich. Yeah. So we want to hear some shit that's going to motivate us. And we want to hear some shit about the struggle. And a lot of these artists now, just like, I mean, I can go on with so many different artists that give you bullshit lyrics over and over again. But I think Big Sean, I love him as an artist, but he's never going to pass Kendrick J. Yeah, Cole. I, I it, agree. Yeah, he's, he's never going to pass those He's guys. right not that group, but he never gets the respect. Never going to get the respect. Nobody's going to never give him that. They're never going to give him the alley-oop over those guys. And it's funny that you went with a Kanye, good, more and more good music person, because my number three person used to be on the same record label. Oh, man. Uh-oh. So, the Prince. <laughs> Now, that's crazy you went with Sahai. That's crazy. Um, his, crazy. His whole No Dope on Sunday album is still one of my go-to That's a good album. Albums. Yeah. I feel like you you brought up Big Sean. I feel like Big Sean, Pritchard T, Kanye, even Common, all got top building over Sahai. Um even Tiana Taylor, um, to a point on the on the Gibbs Music label. And I'm even Sci High on uh my my um my beautiful twisted dark fantasy had a killer verse. Had a dope um, verse, I yeah. don't feel like he got the same level as respect and notoriety as 
As the other artists that were on good on good music, um, I mean, a case can be made for Big Sean, Pusher T, any of those to be on this underrated list. Um, yeah. But Saha, I feel like, kind of took a backseat to everybody else that was on good music. It, it feel like they just didn't push him or something. Yeah. I don't know. It just I, it's like, like he, he had the machine behind him, but then he didn't. Yeah, it's like it's like he didn't push him. It was more like he was in the background. Where some guys like they just have that it factor and they just stick out. It just felt like he just he I I like Sai, but for some reason it just felt like he just wasn't wasn't it. Yeah, he at the time. It felt like he was just there. It was like yeah. okay. I agree with at you. At one point it was like if I had to rank how good music with photo artists, it was like Common, Big Sean, Pusha T, and you could make an argument probably that Pusha T was number one. Um, I, Tiana Taylor was getting more promo. John Legend. I give. I I put this one in front of. I put the, I put Kid Cudi in front of yeah. a lot of those guys, and that's what I was saying. Like Kid Cudi had that standout factor. And Saha just felt like he just fell to the background. What's that one dude that was with um, with good music at first? He got those big ass teeth, and he always taking up for Kanye all the time. Panda, the, the designer. No, no, oh no, uh, not designer. Uh, he was like with them. He was on. Um, I think the last album he was on was like Late Registration, and he said he did like some writing with Kanye. Um, fucking a. Remember uh-huh. he he had gotten to it with Joe Button and Joe Button had um I cannot think of his name. Huh? That's who Saha remind me of. He reminds me of that guy. I fucking hate that guy. By the way, wait a minute. We, You're not know talking about Consequence. What? Yeah, yeah, that's his name. Yeah, wait a minute. We can't say we fucking hate that guy. I just I, don't. Dis- I just dislike I, his ways. He's weird. I like Consequence verse on on late registration though. Yeah, we we. I don't know. I, I can't he was say on that. the song he with Kanye weird. and um Cam Cam Killer Cam. He yeah. was on that song. Oh yeah, he was dope. He was on Gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although Kanye came, that last verse on "Gone" by Kanye, yeah, is a killer verse. <laughs> yeah, man. Consequence, listen. Consequence was dope. I don't know what happened to him. He reminded me of Sai. Like I said, he he came. Consequence kind of reminds me of a mixture like, of Sai High and Currency. See, I don't, see that's no okay. That's crazy. You said Currency because Currency is on my list. He's the next person on my list. But I think currency is like way ahead of those guys. Okay, maybe Sai High and B.O.B. B.O.B. is like higher than those guys yeah. too. B.O.B. is an he honorable. On, he's an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah he's an honorable yeah. mention for me. Yeah, a lot of people don't. But yeah, I already told you it was going to be next on my list already. B.O.B. So. has one of my all-time favorite hip-hop albums. Actually, he got like two albums that I fucking really like from him, and I thought that was pretty dope. And I don't know why a lot of people don't pay attention to him. I know he's an honorable mention. We usually talk about honorable mentions towards the end, but come on, man! And what the hell happened with Bob too? Like, why is he not on a major label? Did he try to like backdoor and do his own thing, like like the game and like some of these other artists, and it just didn't work out? Yeah, the the soft soft. Madding album is one of my favorite albums of all time. Oh wow! I thought, and I, you know, I wasn't even speaking of that album. I was talking about his two major albums that he had under um under Ti's um yeah yeah his first uh, debut album, classic as fuck. I thought that I thought that uh nothing on you yeah Bobby Ray yeah oh that shit was cold like that shit was classic right there. With airplanes, one and yeah. two on there, I thought that was called uh, Magic, and then he had the song with uh, Janelle Monet. Yeah, Softmatic, which came out in twenty nineteen, and I if I'm in a depressed mood, that's one of my go to albums right there. What's the second album that he came out with that I really like? And it was him, and um, he had that one. Uh, he had Strange Clouds with Lil Wayne on there. Which was fucking dope as hell to me. Then he had the song with him and Two Chains that was on that album, and then he had um, he went and he talked about his personal life. I think it was like Chandelier was like the uh, I want to say it was a song called Chandelier on that album. That album was dope. 
like from front to back. That album was crazy. But I think a lot of people just didn't fuck with Bobby Ray, man. I don't I don't get it. And that was actually Strange Clouds. Yeah, that's what was the name of the album? Yeah, 2012. That shit was crazy. That was a good-ass album. And after that, it was just like, he came out with the album in 2019. He had Chris Brown, the T.I. on the album, Nicki Minaj. That album was cold. Trey songs. Yeah. Little Wayne, of course, on Strange Clouds. Go listen to that album if you haven't heard it. It's Hell, pretty dope. Morgan Freeman. How many people can say they got a Morgan Freeman yeah. feature on the album? <laughs> he has some hell of a features, man. But for some reason, I guess a lot of people don't fuck with B.O.B. Yeah. Honorable mention for me. I should me. put him as my number three. So who is your number three? <laughs> Look, that was my number three right there. Fuck it. B.O.B. I got to bring him up because I thought about something. Who the fuck mentions B.O.B.? Like, no one. No. <laughs> the fact that we just had a whole conversation about B.O.B., people are probably like, what? He's my number what? three now. Yeah, people are like, who the fuck? <laughs> people try, they had to look that shit up until we started naming songs. As soon as we said B.O.B., they was like, wait a minute, who the fuck is that? He sings the Beautiful Girl song with fucking, uh, uh, fucking Bruno Mars, man. Yeah, and I, yeah. And I, I love B.O.B. Yeah, come on, man. Give him some love. Okay, so go ahead. You go to B O B O number three. Yeah, he my number three. I had to put him up. There. My number two. You could argue why the hell is he on this list, but I'm about to make my case of why I feel like he's <laughs> underrated. Uh oh. One Christopher Bridges, aka Ludacris. Well, wait a minute. Hold on, man. Ludacris is always relevant. When is he not relevant? When is he uh, not uh, underrated? Here, here, here's my case for Ludacris being underrated. Wow, that's crazy. I'm ready. To I this. don't feel like Luda Luda has ever made cracked anybody's top ten. What? I, okay, hold on, Rodney. Wait before you explain. I remember a time in hip hop when Ludacris they had Ludacris and Eminem like as the top, like the top two, and yeah, then Missy but, was right there I, with him at I top still, three. I still don't feel like. <sighs> He was running hip hop for a minute. But you feel like when we have a conversation about the the goat, whether it be just the goat overall, a goat in the soft, like Ludacris gets enough respect. Like just the fact that you mentioned that at one time he was run, running with Eminem neck and neck. Not too many people remember that in hip hop. That hell, that Ludacris was, and I don't feel like he gets to re, the same. Cause when I think about lyricism, I put Luda in the same category as a Jay-Z and a Nas, and I, I don't feel like he get that same respect. See. I don't feel like he's goaded. No, because you got to think about, okay, so think about it like this, Rodney. Think about it like the 2004 Pistons. Nobody's going to pay attention to them winning the championships, when they won championships in between the Spurs and the Lakers and all they're irrelevant. So, so, so it's the same thing with Ludacris. So and that's, yeah, that's why I feel like he's underrated because he's never like I feel like he's always been sub conversation. Like he's never really been in the conversation. But I feel like he was at an era where you had Eminem, Jay Z, Nas, Wayne running the game. So he never got the proper respect. Yeah, but it's just. That's what that's the thing with hip hop though. That's what hip hop is like, man. It's so many artists, and only some stick out. But he does deserve his fly. I, I okay, I give you that one. I agree with you on that one then, yeah. because like he's not gonna never reach that top spot because it's taken. But I mean, he's at least a top ten, yeah. maybe top ten, top fifteen. Yeah, but I, I, I feel like I could make an argument for Luda being top five. No, and I, I, I would I would agree with you with that. Ludacris is dope. How many people can you say had solid albums that you can listen all the way through? Not three or four albums, albums, five. Albums, but like every feature they was on, like I feel like. Yeah, that too. In the same boat that people say Lu, that Lil Wayne was killing feature. I feel like Ludacris was like Lil Wayne before Lil Wayne. Ludacris got on the feature and would hurt you like. Yeah. I'm so hood remix. I only listen to because Ludacris is on that. He said I should have been on the original version. Man, even even the shit that he did with like Sierra and like some of the other females, Missy Elliott. Yeah, like, even the shit he did with, on the Under Construction with Missy Elliott. That shit was dope as fuck. Like Ludacris dropped some fucking gems, man. 
Like that's why I said I I have him in my top ten or top if right out of my top ten I'll say top fifteen. That's where I have him. But you got to remember I'm an old head. These yeah, young so. kids don't don't count. I don't think young people count, bro. We shouldn't we shouldn't go off of their opinion because they <laughs> they got fucking uh uh triple uh Tashion and and fucking uh, some of these other people is like top fucking lyricists. A little ever. pump. Yeah, a little pump and all, like come YG. on, YG. Yeah, like. Come on, man! Like those guys, yeah, they not lyrics. <laughs> so, I got a good one for you for my number two. You just spoke about somebody that just did because you felt they didn't get respect in the hip hop game. I give you Nelly. Nelly's my number two. Nobody fucking pays. <laughs> See, you start laughing. You fucking. He's over here dying laughing, fella. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm laughing because I actually have the same thought that you have because yeah. the I forgot what Nelly song came on the radio. I was listening to 105.1 and Nelly song came on. I'm like, damn, I forgot Nelly did this. Like, yeah, you forgot he fucking was an artist for a minute. <laughs> and like, we was listening to fucking Batter Up. It just came on. I was like, who put this shit on my playlist? But like, it just it came on. I was like, yeah, this was a popular song back then. And like, I remember a wise man, Jay-Z, he said, the only dudes moving units is M, Pimp Juice, which would be Nelly, and us. And, like, that shit just went away fast. Like, I, Murphy Lee went away fast. He went away fast. Like, all that shit was gone. Yeah, like, so, three or four albums, it was like, mm. he, now he's a country artist. Because he had country grammar. That was dope. He had... Everybody had the Air Force song. I don't care where you was. Everybody that was on the second album, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am number one. The the shit with Kelly Rowland was was pop. Dilemma, yeah, that was dope as hell. So yeah, Nelly. I, didn't the third? Didn't the third album drop? Drop down and get your ego long, girl. And then he had the shit with uh yeah the the, the Tellfeather song on um yeah. Bad Boy Two soundtrack. Yeah, that shit was dope too. And then he had the uh, Rock the Mic remix. Yeah, and I, I feel like he changed every young man in our generation life with the tip drill video. Yeah, that was dope. As, that's what I'm saying. Like, wow. Like, come on. Which I didn't know at the time was produced by David Banner. Like, that. Yeah, and David Banner. I forgot. We forgot to mention him in producers, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm mad at myself because he, he dope as fuck. Yeah, I forgot about that. David Banner dope. He came out with a lot of dope shit. But he also came out with a song that changed his whole perspective. And that's why he's at right now. He came out. Well, not only did he come out with the Come On and Go and Me shit with Jaheen, which was dope. But it was another song that he came out with with a fucking country artist. And that's why he and it became one of his biggest songs. And over it jumped oh, yeah. over all those songs. And that's why he's a country artist now. It was that over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that just now he's a country artist. And people don't even think about Nelly no more, except yeah, for Nelly, Real Husbands of Hollywood. Yeah, Nelly, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Real Husbands of Hollywood. Shout out to Nelly, because Angela Rye, that's that's one of my boos right there. I, <laughs> I love me some Angela Rye. Man, fuck you for comment. I don't know what you did to mess it up with her, but. Man, he done messed it up with her. Comment on it, man. He done, yeah, he done had some nice ones, man. He done talked to Serena. He done talked to Tiffany Haddish. Angela Rye, Taraji P. Taraji P. Man, Common, Common might be the goat, bro. <laughs> Shit. Um. So my number one, I guess you gonna make an argument against this one too, because <laughs> it's ludicrous. My number two, Black Thought. My number one. No, I can see that because a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people. He, he is goaded in a lot of my hip-hop community, but then when you get around other people, they like Black Thought. Like, I'm like, yeah, Black Thought, The Roof. Like, to me, he... And even in a lot of conversation with people, our generation, they never mention... Like, they'll say Jay-Z, Nas, Pac, Biggie, but, but Black Thought never gets brought up in, in a lyricism category. And... In a lot of ways, I feel like Black Thought cannot rap pretty much anybody else top five rappers. Yeah, that's true, too. See, the reason why I don't have him on my list, because I actually listen to The Roots. I listen to Black Thought just like you. And I guess I wasn't looking at it like that. With a lot of these artists, I don't look at it like that. 
until like I mean I, I looked at Nelly like that because like you don't really hear airplay from him or yeah, anything. You know. Like Yeah. And and the same thing with the roots too. Um I think they wind up just staying relevant because they got like some timeless hits, like soul hits. And, yeah, uh, they, you'll they, hear, I mean, you still see them on Jim, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, uh, they do the, the roof picnics in Philadelphia, which I really want to go to one year. Shit, we should do a guy trip to Philly for the the roof picnic. Now that'll be dope. I think, and you know, that's another thing too. Like you said, you can easily see the roots on TV, and you can hear them, and and then they sometimes they'll do a, a promo for an album, or like you just seen. Um, one of the members of the Roots just won an award. Yeah, shout out to Quest Love. Uh, Quest. But, like, it's easy to, like, forget about Nelly because he don't got shit going <laughs> on with real husbands, and that shit just came back on. Yeah. So, like. <laughs> yeah, but he came out yeah. with real husbands, like, yeah. with Ansel Rob's. Like, okay, Nelly. I'm- yeah. Yeah, like, it's so easy to, like, forget about him. It's like, uh, did this yeah, motherfucker is Ansel the Reese, like, I tune into to first take when I know she's going to be on there now. Yeah, like. That's why I was like, man, come on, man. So, no, I give you that on the roots, though. They deserve their flowers, man. It's just it's easy to access. You can access them. Like you hear yeah. them, you hear the band going off on Jimmy Fallon. You're like, oh, I want to listen to the roots. Now. Shout out to Jimmy Fallon because for a white dude, he always been down with with hip hop. Whether it's the history of um, rap with Justin Timberlake, the history of hip hop dance with Will Smith, yeah. having the roots as a man, like he. He really been out here advocate for hip hop, so shout right. out to Jimmy Fallon. All right, now I got a good one for you for my number one. Okay, yeah, because you you hit me with a good one with number two, so I can't wait for this number one. So I remember coming up, and this man was doing his thing, and I got some crazy honorable mentions too. But I'm gonna get this man his flowers, and like I was going through some music. The other day, you know, going through my little thing where I listen to hours of music because I'm crazy. So <laughs> I just listen to just nothing but music and, and clear my mind. But fucking MC Hammer came on. And I was like, I could, yeah. I was we, like, this man ran hip hop for a long time. I don't and know if he, he ran hip hop at the time yeah. where you had two live crew. Yeah. And NWA. it was clean hip hop. Yeah, it was clean. It was like a mixture of God's property and and uh and like I, I don't know Will like Smith. yeah that's what it was he was Will Smith before Will Smith. <laughs> yeah like he had fucking six hundred people dancing on stage and they fucking like he hammer made, dancing bro he made the um what they call them the parachute pants popular the parachute pants with the fucking glasses and the fucking shiny suits and shit that was before P Diddy and yeah that, I remember having the uh, too legit to quit like sweatshirt yeah, stuff like, yeah. <laughs> I remember I had the pistons back to back like hammer time with the hammers bro and like and you can't touch this t-shirt yeah MC Hammer that's a good one yeah and now like when you think about it people don't even when people mention hip hop rappers and like people that was influential to them Nobody never. Yeah, said nobody that. ever said. Yeah, MC Hammer. Gonna say MC Hammer. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. I like that one. Yeah, and I think that's sad, man, because I think he was very influential to a lot of people. But I think once you say like certain people, certain artists, other people are frowned down upon you. Like, oh, this motherfucker say he like MC Hammer. I ain't fucking you, with him. You soft to say I'm saying. <laughs> <MC Hammer. laughs> yeah, that's like some goofy shit to say, I guess. But hey, it is what it is. I had a I was fighting with my number one because you did mention the roots and we just had a conversation um on a previous podcast and I was gonna say the black eyed peas. Yeah, they're they're honorable mention for me. Um uh, I'm right there with you because I I wanted to put my number four, number five at one point, right. but I I put them as an honorable mention. Uh, shout out to Well I Am and all that. All the members of Black Eyed Peas, um, we talked you. about Will I Am on the on our producer one. Mm-hmm. And Will I Am is man. When I when I mention the whole Black Eyed Peas group, people like like I said, people don't mention them in in hip hop glory, and they don't mention them as like top hip hop groups. And when you think about hip hop groups, it's really not a lot throughout hip hop history. So when you mention and like, not a lot that has staying power either, yeah. So you'll talk about like 
some groups that will drop an album or two and then they're done and they only have like one hit single or two hit singles off both of those albums. And people still look at them as like, hey, they're like top. Look at the far it's, side. It's, it's, yeah, the far it's, side. The far side. I was about to just bring them up. <laughs> yeah, the far side has like a, a solid good album. And then they had a couple decent singles on the other album. The Black Eyed Peas got multiple albums with fucking hits. The Grammys. Mm-hmm. And nobody even says shit about them. So, and it's funny because <laughs> your first honorable mention is a hip-hop group. My first honorable mention, Black Star. That's crazy. Because they don't. You could make an argument pretty much for both Def and Tali Kweli to both yeah. be mentioned as, as underrated. Uh, yeah, you can. Like, and, I, and I feel in some aspects... Most Def got a little bit more love from the hip hop community than Tali Kweli. Yeah, you're right about that. He did. Yeah, even though I don't think without Tali Kweli and Kanye, I know we probably not on your level for you to listen to the podcast, but I'm probably, probably what I'm about to take on making mad. I don't know if you hear about a Kanye West without Tali Kweli. Yeah, that's true. I agree with you. That's why I was upset with Kanye when he disrespected him. Because I thought, like, this man played a influential part in hip-hop. And a lot of people don't realize that, like, he actually took Kanye out on tour with him. Him and Most Def, like, put Kanye on him, you know, on their on back. And, like, they took him around and taught him the ways of the hip-hop industry. And also, Kanye kind of bites off of some of their beats. I'm not going to just, I'm just saying, like. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Black Star. Dropping the album May 3rd. Um, unfortunately, it's only dropping on <laughs> on uh, Luminator, uh, the the podcast site. So, and I I have yet to become a member. What about yourself, there, Rodney? Yeah, I just joined. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> mainly oh, because he's a I, member. I'm yeah, not. I heard it was it was dropping on there exclusively. So, okay. um, but Tali Quali and Mom Def were on my list at one point. Because I don't feel like they get the love. Uh, like I said, I feel like most death was embraced more. I feel like black on both sides mm-hmm. is a bona fide hip hop classic. Yeah, I think I think most death came out with like some some dope ass real ass Miss Fat, Fat Booty. Booty. Yeah, <laughs> we, I said that shit at the same time. Miss Fat Booty is like a fucking instant classic, man. I thought that shit was amazing. When mm-hmm. he came out with that, that was like one of the best storytelling songs that yeah, I heard. Yeah, Umi Says. Yeah. Mathematics. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the other one? New New Water, New... Oh, shit. It's got the rock and roll beat. Yeah. I, I mean, that song was dope. He was pulled dope. off a rock album, something yeah. Little Wayne couldn't do. I think you know what what happened with New World Danger. I was trying to think like what happened when Most Def like I wouldn't say he fell off, but I think he people, he went through the um he was like kind of the Dave Chappelle thing. He went to Africa, yeah, couldn't get back at one point, and then he started speaking up about um the happenings that's going on in Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, he and did the then whole. That, then like they silenced his ass. Yeah, the whole force uh, feeding tube thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then after that, it was kind of like he was silenced. It was okay, who who's on your honorable mention? Um, I, for okay, so for another honorable mention, I'll make it real quick. Um, it's gonna be another old school artist. Um, and I think that he should have definitely got his just dues too. But I'm gonna say the DOC. I know his voice that wind up getting. Uh, yeah, I I could see that. Yeah. His voice wound up getting messed up, and uh, I guess that kind of put a uh, put him on the back burner. But before then, he wasn't considered like one of the the best artists in NWA. Yeah, yeah. and I think he's a, a true fixture in hip hop, especially with him um, helping Dr. Dre like produce and uh, write a lot of the Chronic. So yeah, I like one that. and two. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm gonna sort of stay. West Coast with a with a New York flavor, mm-hmm. I guess. Lloyd Banks. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I, I feel like 
out of the whole G Unit crew. In a lot of ways, Lloyd Banks was a better lyricist than Fifty. Oh, he was. Fifty wasn't really like a uh, wasn't the best lyricist on, um, and that, he was overshadowed by uh, by two people in that group. And actually, one of them is one of my uh, yeah one of my honorable mentions too. But yeah, you were saying Lloyd Banks. Lloyd yeah. Banks is he he cold. He, he dropped a classic album. Uh, what was that last year? Yeah, but I feel like he never. He was always overshadowed by Fifty. And at one point, he was overshadowed by 50 and the Young Buck. Yeah, that's true, too. I think the thing with Lloyd Banks was people were so used to him just being clutch. Like, it just became natural to him when he hit you with a punchline. You're like, oh, it's just Lloyd Banks. Yeah. But we just didn't respect the greatness. But my other honorable mention would be the game. It's, <laughs> I'm <laughs> laughing because the game. Uh, I thought he was better than Young Buck. Uh, so the game I have a love affair with the game and I guess that's the best way to describe it um, I didn't want to put him in like my top five underrated even though I feel like there's a case there I do feel like he's one of the west coast artists that uh, Jay-Z say he would have a he had a spark when he first started but now he's just garbage I feel like <laughs> A lot of people look at him that way, but I feel like he's meant consistent. <laughs> I feel like his, his first two albums are classics. He got, I think he got like four classic albums, and a lot of people won't even want to, they won't even want to listen to so, it. So, first two, I think we both in agreement are classic. Yeah, first two classic. And then the album that had uh, Jesus Peace on there and uh, Ale Bumbaye, I thought that was a classic album. He came back with hard. I would even one. say, what was the one where he had like two, it was like a, a two disc? It was a double, that was the... Um, the 2.5 one that got like Nas on it and then yeah. Lil Wayne on it. I feel the, like that's a classic. That's a classic too. And that's why I say he got four because I thought those was the uh, four classic albums. But when you mentioned... When you mention hip hop like uh Glory and and people that that actually influence other artists, nobody mentions the game. I maybe because of, like his beef with fifty and it overshadowed like a lot of things. Cause when you talk about like the game, everybody always talk about his mixtapes and like him doing the um what was it, a hundred something bars and running. Yeah, three hundred bars. Three hundred bars and running. That was like fourteen minutes long. Yeah. And it's like that's what y'all think of when y'all listen to the game. When I listen to the game, I think about those classic albums and like how much work he put in. I don't even think about the beef with Fifty when I when I think about the game. Actually, I forgot about it like a majority of the time, especially like damn. Yeah, the I time. forgot about it till it resurfaced just yeah. recently. So and they just and I think like it's to the point where like we was just talking about us and like other people that do podcasts and hip hop rappers in general. We just all cutting the promo, talking shit mm-hmm. like. Only fans feed into it so much where we don't really give a shit about that. Like, we just entertain. It's just entertainment, people. And the game is one of the ultimate entertainers, and people need to respect them. Okay, so before we get out of here, I'm going to hit you with one more of my honorable mentions. Okay. And I kind of wish I would have put this brother at number five, AZ. Damn, that's a good one. Damn, I was just listening to some AZ the other day, too. That's crazy. Um. Illmatic, one of my favorite albums of all time. It is very hard to overshadow Nas on a song, but I feel like he did that on Life's a Bitch. Yeah, I thought that was dope as hell. Um, he dropped a classic album, one of my favorite albums of um, 2021. Uh, recently, I just feel like AZ has never, whether there have been in the firm, the whole fiasco with him with the firm going between him and Cormega. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like AZ never really got his flowers like that. No, you're right about that. Like, he, he never got his flowers. And one of my favorite songs from him is I'm Back. That's what I listen mm-hmm. to all the time. I hear that, I'm back. Oh, that shit's so fucking fire to me. I can listen to that shit every day, once a day. Yeah, so. Yeah. I, I would be remiss if doing an underrated list, not to mention um, the brother AZ. 
Yeah, definitely. Show AZ some love, man. I'm happy. And it's funny because everybody be like, I want a Jay-Z and Nas album together. No, I want an AZ and Nas album. Yeah. I wish that he could. They, man, they could make a triple threat, man. Um, he he killed it on um, the King's Disease where they got the firm back together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, I, th- I feel like that's a good way to end it on... If you haven't, subscribe, hit that subscribe button, whether it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Music. Um, hell, we on so many different damn man, podcasts. We on everything. <laughs> just, just, you can find us, man. Yeah. Um, Instagram, Motown and Coney Podcast. Um, we coming right back with episode 13, um, talking about the most, we did most underrated, now we about to do most overrated, so um, show us some love, send us a message on Instagram, let us know what you think, what you want us to cover, Yeah. and um, I got, I want to get us a Detroit artist on here, Super K, I'm thinking about you, early back, y'all come holler at your boy. Yeah, definitely show us some love. We'll catch y'all on the B-side. Peace.